Welcome to the Amazing Clarks Podcast on the Black Love Podcast Network. My name is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we are the, the Amazing, Amazing Clarks. Clarks. We're both award-winning certified life and love coaches and a husband and wife duo that have been coaching together as a team for 22 years and that have been passionately in love for 30. They call us the Amazing Clarks because we empower people to live amazing lives. And you're joining us here for our love revolution where we teach people how to love themselves and each other more because we need more love in this universe. We always need more love. Always more. Or love. Never yes. too much. Never too much. Yes. So today we got a great topic as usual. We're going to talk about black love. Yes. And what our being, love for black yeah, love. Our love for black love and what this whole journey with black love has meant to us. It's, it's be good. appreciation. And you know, appreciation is love in its smallest form. I heard that somewhere. Yeah, somewhere, huh? Yeah, I, I heard know, that from uh, you. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. But before <laughs> we jump into the main topic, let's yes. catch up with the clocks. So... How you been, babe? What's new? Anything going on? Exciting you want to talk about? I have been amazing. We have just been spreading love and Mm -hmm. enjoying ourselves. Mm -hmm. A lot of coaching, a lot of working on our business and Mm -hmm. creating ways to help people love each other more. So I've been really happy with that and excited about that. And just visiting family and just really enjoying the summer. How about you? I've been staying busy, just yes. like you, working on our business. Mm-hmm. I'm also dealing with a cold right now, like, yeah. like a little head cold that I'm still getting over. Yeah. And one of the things that tripped me up this past week is mm-hmm. that I realized that I lost a lot of my ability to smell oh. and even taste. And so it tripped me out. At first, I went to go make coffee. Mm-hmm. And I just got this new <laughs> thing of coffee and opened it up and I couldn't smell it. And I was like, What's wrong with this coffee? Something's <laughs> off with it. The coffee's broken. The coffee's bad. Damn you, Costco. And so it was like, all right. And then I went to smell something else. And I was like, wait a minute. I can't smell anything. Right. Yeah. And then with taste, I was eating things and everything. I was like, man, this is bland. Uh-huh. Man, this is bland. And then I had something that was spicy. Right. And it was like, no, it's not spicy. This is blind. So it was like, all right, I got really? it. Yeah. So yeah, let's talk about some black love. So when we auditioned to be on black love, one of the reasons that I personally wanted to be on black love is that I love their mission. I love black love's mission of taking back our narrative about black couples, marriage, mm-hmm. and black families. And the reason that I love that mission so much is what people think of your culture forms their bias, forms their beliefs about you. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of narratives about black people, about black families that I've heard from many of my non-black friends that they Mm -hmm. actually believe that are not true. And it's up to us to take back our narrative. And I think black love just did that in such a beautiful way. When you see couples loving each other, working through conflict, raising children, loving their children, staying together, it really shows people that those stories about black families all being broken and no black fathers in the home is not true. It's just something someone said and made up. Mm-hmm. And that's always been really frustrating for me because the narrative has always sounded like, you know, black families don't exist and fathers are not in the home, but mm-hmm. All cultures get divorced. And I know in all cultures, there are fathers that don't show up for their children. And to make it seem like that is just for black families was really frustrating to me. So I love that black love stepped in and not only told the narrative, but showed it. I first started watching black love a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. And when I first ran across it, it was like, I love this. And I loved the fact, like you just said, that they were 
contradicting the narrative that is out there about black relationships and a black family and black couples. So when I saw black love showing positive relationships and showing how black relationships do work, I knew that that was something that was really, really needed. And people mimic what they see. Yeah. And on TV, if you only see negative, negative, not only does it impact the black community negatively because you're watching this and then all of a sudden you start mimicking those negative behaviors. Well, I would just add to that how we're perceived as a culture Mm -hmm. not only affects our culture, but it affects people outside of our culture. So it's super important for us to take our narrative back and we decide what our narrative is and show what we're actually experiencing. Yes. And I do a lot of research. And when you go back to our African roots, our ancestors, they were very, very strong as far as their relationship. That was the foundation of the society. It was about commitment and it was about raising families and right. and through the whole transatlantic slave trade and all this other stuff, it really right. injured the black family in a lot of ways. But there are still many of us that have found a way to overcome that. Absolutely. And I love that black love was a platform that was showing that to the world. And spotlighted that. Yeah, yeah. And, and I immediately wanted to be on that. I told you I that. remember. I was like, babe, Babe, we got to be on that show. We got to be on there. We're going to be on there. Let's manifest that. Let's manifest that. And we manifested so much through black love. Like we totally attracted them and they attracted us. It was love at first sight. Love at first sight. It was black love at first sight. Yes, it was. (laughs) And so when we got picked up on the show, we went through the process. Mm -hmm. I knew we were going to get it. Yeah. I had no doubt. It was like, come on, we were made for this. We were built for this. Yep. Yeah. You know, you said manifesting. And I was thinking about that. When I think about black love, I do think about manifesting manifesting because you did say you wanted to be on the show and then we were on the show. Another thing, they're on OWN. And we had been Uh saying for years that we're going to be on OWN. We're going to be on OWN. And I didn't even realize when we were filming the show, like, oh, it's going to be on OWN. We're actually going to be on OWN. We're manifesting something that we put out into the universe. Yeah, we were definitely manifesting the OWN network. For many years, you know, we were dealing with possible TV shows and dealing with production companies. And we ran across own a couple of times, but it was just not the right timing. Right. And also the platform. Yes. The platform was one where it wasn't trauma and chaos. It was like literally people having adult ass conversations. Mm Mm-hmm. And real talk. Right. That platform is what the platform we wanted. We didn't want to do a show or a TV show or a podcast or a radio show where we're going to create more drama in the world. Our goal is to create a love revolution right. and, and bring more healing and love into this world. And Black Love gave us the platform to do it the way we want to do it. They didn't censor us. They said, guys, you know what? Just show up and do you. Show up and be the amazing clocks. That's it. Talk about whatever you want. Go where you want to go. I loved that freedom. It was like, this is what we needed all this time. A platform where we can share what we do with our coaching clients. Now we can share with the world on a large scale. Well, and share our story. Part of our coaching is our story. We coach through our experiences, mm-hmm. through what we've learned in wanting to really understand love and be able to consciously create our reality, right? Mm-hmm. To create the world that we want to live. In. And we were asking for a way to do that. And every mm-hmm. time we did go to pitch a television show, they always wanted to turn it into tearing people down and something yeah. negative. And we just could not do it because it did not go with our brand and it and our hearts weren't in it. And then here came Black Love, like literally like mm-hmm. handed to us from the universe. Here, you go with Black Love. And I just love the synergy that we had with them immediately. And another manifestation that came from it is this podcast. We had been saying for years we wanted to do a 
podcast. We had all the equipment and we just didn't do it. Like we didn't feel connected to it. We we were too busy. The timing wasn't spirit, right. Spirit was like, no, spirit was like, not yet. And then here comes Black Love on the very first day they met us. They were like, you guys should have a podcast. We're going to we're going to come they, back. They didn't say podcast right away. He, oh, that's uh, right. Tommy it was, was like, something right. He's keeping it secretive. Yeah, he was Tommy's like, cool like that. Yeah, Tommy was watching us. And he was kept looking at us while uh-huh. we doing our interview. And he was shaking his head like, man, <laughs> this is great. And he was like, afterwards, he was like, you know what? We got to do something else with you guys beyond just the Black Love show. And I'm just so grateful when they launched the Black Love podcast app and network that we were one of the first podcasters yeah, that, they they, that they signed up. Yeah. And I love being on the leading edge of what mm-hmm. they're doing and doing podcasts on the Black Love podcast network. Right. So we totally manifested that too. And I love that about manifesting. That's the thing about manifesting, right? You never know how it's going to come <laughs> or when it's going to come, but yeah. you will recognize it is a manifestation. And then they were like, you know what? Just get up there and just do you. Yep. And I was like, excuse me, you guys know who I am? <laughs> you know the things that be coming out my mouth? <laughs> I know. They didn't run screaming from you, Anthony. And I was like, y'all good with this, right? <laughs> it's like, you're sure. <laughs> and you know, one of the other things that Black Love really, really did for us is they helped us to bring our brand to a larger audience. And that's why we say this is the love revolution, because we have been doing this for 25 years. And our goal initially, our mission was to create a love revolution where people loved each other more and understood how to love each other more and Mm -hmm. were kinder to each other. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's so beautiful that they recognize that and they put our brand in the forefront and they keep putting our brand in the forefront, right? They keep inviting us to events. They keep putting us on and that has really elevated our brand and given us exposure to a lot more people. Mm -hmm. And so I just love that. I'm so grateful for that. Yeah, they took our brand our brand expanded dramatically. Yes. I mean, we we went to Africa. Yeah. And we have a a fan base there because of Black Love and people Mm -hmm. from Africa knew us. And it was like, man, this is amazing. We go to New York, same thing. Right. People in Ohio, no matter where we go, there are Black Love fans that have seen our episodes or listened to our podcast. And I've been blown away by how many people listen to our podcast. Yep. I mean, it's just been amazing. And when not only are people listening to our podcast, but they're bringing in other people. Yeah, they're they're sharing They're sharing us with their friends and their family Mm -hmm. members and they're listening to every episode. They're going back through the archives. We tend to be in our world of coaching, you know, serving clients, doing coaching sessions all day long. So we haven't been the best at, you know, social media and and doing even doing videos and putting things out that people can go back to Mm -hmm. and watch over again or listen to over again. So they really filled that gap. You know how they say in business, like stay in your genius and then have people that are in their genius do what they do. Black Love is genius at bringing content to the public, content Mm -hmm. that aligns with their mission. Mm -hmm. And it was like they filled that gap for us. And that's what really helped elevate our brand because we're genius at coaching and loving on people. And so that's what we tend to focus on. And so I've learned a lot being on the podcast and being part of the Black Love family. So let me ask you this. What was your scariest moment on this journey with Black Love? Okay, so when we filmed the original episode on our episode on season four, we did it before COVID and then COVID hit and I kind of forgot about it, honestly. And then it came out 
the following season came out and Cody had sent me the raw footage and some of the things that I said, I was like, Eek! do I want that to be out there? Because Cody is a master interviewer. When yeah, Cody is interviewing you, you just feel like you are with your BFF. She is just so good at making you feel comfortable and she she just has this passion for love and relationships. So she asks questions that just make you feel so comfortable sharing your personal grown ass grown people business and then after you share it you're like oh my god that's on film that's recorded (laughs) everybody's gonna hear that that's a sign of a great interview right because you feel like you're just telling cody yeah they they make you you get naked without you realize yes so that was my scariest moment when i watched some of the raw footage and i was Mm -hmm. like oh my goodness everybody's (laughs) gonna hear this but you were really good at reassuring me the same thing like you're just being yourself and they're gonna get it or they're not gonna get it she's talking about for those of you who don't know, she's talking about the tattoo butt uh, yes. reference that she had my name oh my tattooed goodness. on her, her bootay. That caused a, a lot of commotion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, the people on <laughs> social media went crazy with that one. It went so crazy that after it aired, that next week, I told you, because my spirit like hit me. It was like, you guys are going to be on Decent Samero. Yes. On Showtime. And it just came to me out of nowhere. And then I went and told you. But when stuff like that comes to me, I call it C-mail. Right. It's like channeled mail, like, like I'm channeling. So I'll just be sitting around and literally it's like, ding, you've got C-mail. And I don't know what it is, but my spirit's giving me a message. And so when I opened up the message... Mm-hmm. It was that you guys are going to be on Decis and Meryl's. They're going to plug you because right. of the episode on Black Love. Right. And you were like, what? What? I was like, I hope not. But then, <laughs> then a week later, that's exactly what happened. A friend contacted us. was like, hey, you guys are on Decis and Meryl's on Showtime. They're talking about that segment with the butt tattoo. Oh, my God, it's hilarious. And so I've always been a fan of that show as well. So that was more exposure. And just the love on social media online because of the episode. Right. People were supportive. Yeah. They loved it. They loved the honesty. <laughs> Or the realness, transparency, the yeah. realness, and they like, and we're real people. Yeah, they they all said that it was refreshing having us on the show because we didn't sugarcoat it. Yeah. Well, I gotta say that morning we got that text that we were gonna be on Desus and Merrill. My stomach sank. I felt nauseous because Desus and Merrill are not always nicest like they, to the they stuff people, they say yeah. online, and they, I'm they, human, they, and I'm a little sensitive, so some of that stuff still yeah. gets to me. But I've learned to get a thick skin when you put yourself out there. Not everyone going to love you and people are going to make negative comments. So I actually grew from it. So Black Love put us out there and it spread. Yeah, it did. You know, another thing that I really appreciate is I really feel like they welcomed us into the Black Love family. Yeah, it's definitely a family. Like we've met yeah. so many amazing people mm-hmm. through Black Love and just all the other podcasters yeah, all and, the, yeah, the, and just how we all are, are, are just really trying to spread love and improve the culture and we're doing Doing it together in a positive way is just so heartwarming to me. I'm just so grateful for that. I love being part of the Black Love family. But I realized after we started the podcast that we have created something that our children can always go back to and listen to, our grandchildren. We've created a legacy through Black Love and they really set us up with the equipment and an amazing team. I mm. love our producers, yes, Masu yes. and Kudos. Crystal. <laughs> yes. Kudos to our producers. I um, mean, team. it is amazing to have such a dedicated team and they're so good and they make us sound good. Yes, they make us look good. They make us look good. That's right. And so good. And I love the relationship that we have yeah. with them because we record every week. So <laughs> we, we've learned to love them and I know they love us too. Yes, yes. 
and the whole black love team it's very professional and that's one of the things that stopped us from doing a podcast before right because we we're so busy and it was like okay once we do the podcast then we got to edit it then we got to produce it's it a lot of work then we got to market it and we got to put it on different platforms yep. then we got it social media and we were like ah we don't want to do all that part right and then black love came along was like hey you guys just be talent give yep. us the content and we got it from there Right. We have so much content. We right. have so much wisdom that we've gathered over the last 25 years of coaching that it's good to get it all out there yeah. into the world. Yeah, It's actually made my job easier because I manage all of our clients and all the correspondence. And there are podcasts that I will send to people mm-hmm. as follow-ups to coaching, like, listen to this this week. This goes along with what we talked about. Right. So it's really helped me to not have to write long emails yeah. or do videos to follow up with people. So it's really <sighs> impacted us. It's impacted our brand. It's impacted our clients. Mm-hmm. It's even impacted our children, like our yeah. children listen to our podcast and my, we discuss it, my, our, our fa- whole family. My, family. my mother listens to every episode right? and she gets all into it. And- right. The people in our family, they feel like we're celebrities mm-hmm. because their friends are listening to it or seen right. us on the Black Love episode and they're like, hey, isn't that your brother? Hey, isn't that your yeah. sister? And so they get yeah. to experience in the joy of what we're doing. And that's really nice. I really appreciate that. I cannot say enough how much I love and appreciate appreciate Black Love. I really believe that spirit brought us together and I just wish them continued success. I know they're going to continue to do more and more projects that bring love to the Black community, which brings love to the world because, you know, we just got to keep it real. We're at a place and time in the world where Black people and non-Black people are trying to understand each other more and accept each other Mm -hmm. more. And I think Black Love has been on that mission and has been doing an amazing job of helping us come together as all people and Mm -hmm. love each other and I just really appreciate that. Another thing that I noticed that I didn't expect was that it really helped us bring in the male audience. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, because in most cases, men, especially in the black community, they don't want to really deal with therapy right. or any kind of self-help. They look at that as that's weak. You gotta mm-hmm. be a man and do it on your own. Don't talk to other people about your issues and challenges. Right. And by being on this black love and having a podcast, I'm able to model for men right. what a successful relationship and husband looks like that it's okay to be vulnerable that it's okay to to love love right it's okay to want to grow and be better Mm -hmm. and you know this is kind of funny i know a lot of black love's content is built around younger couples you know Mm -hmm. younger couples raising babies and having families and the challenges of children and that type of thing and i love that they didn't age discriminate because we're past that like we're empty nesters we're on the other side of that and we get to you know be the light at the end of the tunnel you're gonna make it through it and then you get to be together and have fun and have a great life together because that's where we're at we got on the other side of that yeah goals. we're goals we get to be marriage goals yes yeah. yes i yes. love that yes i love it too i really appreciated appreciating black love how do you feel about it i appreciate black love black love i love you black love i love you too thank you so much cody and tommy keep doing the damn thing we love you guys love you guys there you go we gave it to you now what you gonna do with it see you guys next time see you next time <laughs> <laughs>